politics mark jarell the hip politician here with my co-host tonight miss yogi chester calls her the bear all i call her misinformation and uh tonight we're talking about spiritual enlightenment we're talking about decoding the matrix we're talking about elevating ourselves to a, a a higher plane and operating on that higher plane and there's no better person i met him for the first time last week he was a guest and he's back this week seven bomars in the house he's an expert on etymology metaphysics a lot of different things. Seven, welcome back to Hip Politics, my friend. How are you? Holiness, Chester. It's definitely excellent to be forward on the show. It's just an uh, amazing introduction that you gave me there. I've obviously um, had a good opportunity to sit down this weekend and to put together some notes and to put, put together some things for today's show. So I'm also All excited right. about the information that will be translated. All right. All right. Fantastic. And, and I've got, uh, you know, in, in studio with us is... Uh, Miss Yogi, uh, I call her Misinformation. She's here with us, and she's gonna, she's co-hosting tonight. So, um, you know, we're we're about to bring it, give the people uh, a lot of information. And like, I, I don't know if you had a chance to hear me though, but um, I, and well, I told you this last week, Seb. I, I um, you know, it was one of those rare moments, um, and it, and it had a huge impact on me. But it was one of those rare moments where I had a um, a wow, an aha, something I never heard before. And it, it was it, it was really striking, you know. And I, and I, you know, I guess I, w- I just want to say one first off, thank you for that. Um, the way you delivered the information to our audience and, and to me, because it was just it was I mean, just fantastic. I mean, you're definitely more than welcome. Actually, I've, I've gotten some people that have uh, responded back on the show. They really like it because it kind of it went at a strange pace in a certain sense because I came in and I, I actually I thought I was supposed to be in in about a, in an hour more right. so i just kind of came in and and uh and went right into it and it was, yeah. it was a little slow in the beginning then all of a sudden it started to unravel and of course uh, i believe that was hoffman on the other line or also yeah. on the line with us and, and it was just you know we started building it and then it was just open as far as uh uh just allowing the information in itself to to penetrate the mind and, and the body and the soul because you've got to still ask yourself you know what do we know and is, and is right. it playing like we do know something that's keeping us from actually receiving that massive answer to exactly why this thing is is wired like this? Because we don't know where, where we came from. We don't know how we got here. We don't know uh, what's going to happen when we leave here. These kind of questions, if you ask me, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm street savvy. And then other people say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Cambridge. And, but it doesn't <laughs> look like a good situation. Like, that's, not, that's no way you go into anything. Like, even if you take a long trip, you call first, make sure people have your stuff set up, make sure your money's together. You make sure of a lot of things because that, that's what's called being adult or what I call a debt. But when you run around on the dimension and then you don't know, nobody knows what's going on. You go to grandma, she doesn't know what's going on. Other folks run around here with weird costumes on, flashing symbols. This is all, you know, it spells for me, hey, man, I think you should probably uh, <laughs> figure out what's going on because you're almost in like a, a floating or a, a floating status, almost like what they call stasis mm-hmm. or frozen in a tense because all of what you're doing, it could have so much meaning if you knew what you were doing and where you were because nobody actually starts traveling and then all of a sudden just doesn't know where they're going or, or, or where they're going to end up. That, that's called drifting. And so we have to realize at it, in many tenses that we've been left adrift um, by none other than ourselves. I will explain that <laughs> later on in okay. this conversation. We're getting a, a lot of encouragement, though. And the reason right. why I like to ultimately to, 
to denote that it's still on us is because if you put it on somebody else or something else or some aliens or some gods or whatever, it's still going to be up to you to, at the end of the day to end up figuring it out. And, and that's what I discovered. I discovered that if you put this off on someone else, if you look a few generations ago, the same people that were there then, grandma, grandpa, whatever, they were also putting it off on somebody else too. And then if you keep looking back thousands and thousands of years, you're like, man, the passing the buck thing or the scapegoat thing has been going on for thousands of years, and nobody is seeming to fess up to exactly what is taking place on the dimension. But e even though every now and then, or more often than not, we see one of our kids go into the mouth of it. <laughs> and we're yeah. just like, okay, I guess yeah. it was too slow. I guess I better speed up. <laughs> And we play right. this game that obviously there's big things going on in the dimension. People are, are, are losing life daily, and it's just, you know, it's contaminated in many areas. So when you ask yourself, could there be a better world, I'm here to tell you 100%. But it's definitely about us shaping, forping, forming, and fashioning it, which is what we do. That's, that's really what our whole motif is in the universe is that we, we are, in a sense, co-creators, because when you talk about creating, there's really no such thing. And this baffles people when I say that. They're like, what do you mean there's no such thing as creation? This is the next level of thought is for you to actually realize the knowledge behind that there is no such thing as the beginning or something started somewhere. And the reason why I can prove this to be a fact is by our sheer existence. Like just because we're here, it actually means that things start from nowhere. And this is something like tear, it tears the mind up to even try to have these thoughts. And this is because we've become so objective. This means tied into our material existence and, and really honed in on and studying only our material existence and have an intent in a conscious way abandon our soulship. I'll say that. But the reality is, is that you can never really abandon the soul because every single thing around you is made out of, made out of it. You see uh -huh. what I mean? It fills everything. It's what gets that title of being everything. So what we're also going to talk about tonight is we're going to talk about the different positions in everything. Obviously, if it's everything, there's only one other world that exists, meaning that if it's, everything is together, which they call a soul, soul, there's no such thing as souls. I was thinking about this the other week. Souls with the S on the end doesn't make any sense. A soul is one collective force. It's the subjective plane. And then the only thing else that would exist after that, which is what we call the objective plane, is the dimension that we live on, which is made up of different variations, things that have agreed to kind of play the I'm split up, I'm separate game. Now, this is very deep knowledge, though, because this is not just talking about hypothetically how it occurs. We have beings that are on our system and in even our, our local frequency that master in doing this. This is their uh, PlayStation. This is their uh, uh, means of communication. This is what they use to, to get by from day to day, just like we so, use English to kick it us by. So let me so, so let me let me back up real quick. Mm -hmm. Let let's do this because you you go you you taking us. <laughs> you already jumped off the cliff, Seth. <laughs> bring it in the jumped, scope, you, okay? Let's, let's bring it in the side. The cliff, I, that was just the man. intro. Let's, no, that, 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 and that's fantastic. So here's what I want to do, though, because you raised some interesting points in your first sentence, and I want us to go back to that real quick. So let, let's, let's lay the foundation with this thing. Where are we from? 
Where, where are we from? How, how did how did we get here? What, what, okay, what is, well, let me... Let's, let's go with that, first of all. Let's lay that foundation, and let's build from there. Okay. So the easiest way to explain this of something that's a very vast topic and not so easy is that you right. are a soul, and you come from a plane of souls. Everything is together. When you make a move into these dimensions, you are, in essence, planted. You're a ray or a portion of everything coming into an, what's called an incarnation or incarnation, incubation, a matrix. So this means that once you leave the soul realm where everything is collected, you are ejected from there. And you contain an exact identical, just like it says the hologram, exact identical of everything inside of you. This is what is also discovered within the atom and things of this nature. But you are like the you are a minuscule version of it because of the thought of separation. This is what we need to understand. Separation divides. That's what the word means. Separate means to divide. So once you separate, you divide from the source. So then, when you come into one of these wombs, which mean, or a matrix, which means a place where things are cultivated, and even in a tent, it says a dark and warm place where things are cultivated. You, as a seed, become planted into this reality now. But before you left the soul, because some people say, well, why would you ever want to leave the soul? If you were everything, why would you ever want to leave? Attraction. Attraction, desire, passion, will, all of these words mean that you make the effort, you make the choice to actually go to something that pleases you. And how this appears for a soul, because these are all ethereal, this is ethereal-based stuff, how it looks is it looks like a light, but this light is a, it has a spectrum in it. Some people think that when I say light, I just I'm only saying white. L light doesn't mean white. Light means full spectrum. It means all the seven colors. So what you're actually attracted to is a variation of these colors, which also equal energy. And then you go into that as that seed or that soul, just like what happens when you come into this world. You'll see there's a redundification of what I'm telling you. This is how you'll know if it's the truth or not, because what the universe would actually be doing then is ejecting you just as a male would eject his semen into a womb. You see what I mean? So it would all connect. And that's why any spiritual knowledge was always connected with sexuality and always connected with these kind of principles because that's what it was. It was the power of creation. So because give us an example at, of when you say spiritual knowledge is, you know, is similar to, um, uh, you know, that, that, that sexual um, – you know, that – yeah, sexual, when, when sexual you, nature, well – well, you have, right. So, so you help have, us. You have give a, us an example uh, of that. Well, in the ancient traditions, it's just the phallus and the yoni. Okay. If you wanted to see it simple, it's a pole and a hole. That would be the cooties version of the conversation. <laughs> and, and so you could take it into many different diameters. But what you have is when you put the circle and the straight line together, you get what is known in the Greek as phi. Right. The actual word is phi. Now phi is the mathematical equation that basically is the only calculation of how life can be created because it continues and it's the number that continues in a spiral. So when you look around on earth, you'll see everything was created here that is 
is uh, mostly organic, and I'll explain it like that now, is made from the spiral nature. And this goes from seashells, which is in many cases much of the origins of life, all the way into trees, all the way into complex life forms. Even human beings exhibit this phi-based nature to their actual body. So, so that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the, the knowledge behind how you create bodies because none of this is stuff that's coming out of scratch like poof. <laughs> In a certain sense it is, but there are dynamics to each stage of how things are created when, with the utilization of the elements. And so what we are composed of in a physical body is a series of different kind of elements. Because I think one of your questions was, how are numbers significant in my life? How are uh, birthdays significant? All these things become significant because when you come into a physical reality, now you have somewhat of a specific code or calibration. That's why nobody really looks the same and nobody really, some are smart and some are ignorant and some are, you see what I mean? You get all these different variations in a divided reality. And this is why you can feel at times that someone may have an advantage over you because maybe they grew up in this kind of neighborhood or maybe they had access to these certain kind of things or access to more resources and finances. So you see constant imbalances with the way things are because this is the objective plane. It has to be that way. So what we're, what we're going to talk about today is how to ride the line, how to actually be in the subjective plane and the objective plane at the same time. This is not brand new knowledge, but it's one of the first times this quadrant has seen it in a long time. But where you really want to be is you don't want to be in this dualistic state. And that's why, again, like I said, the conflict of gods generally had names like Dios and Zeus, and these numbers meant to die or to split in two. They were separatist gods. Their symbols were crosses, which upside down are swords. They said, I come with the sword. This means I come to divide fathers from mothers. So no matter how, whoever's saying it, when division begins, you're not going to be dealing with the soul collective anymore. You're not going to be dealing with limitlessness. And so I will tell you, though, we have achieved on this planet thousands and thousands of years ago, all the way up until now, the ability to be able to put you in the subjective and the objective plane at the same time. These beings are also given, sometimes given the titles as bodhisattvas. They're sometimes given the titles as evangels. Sometimes they're given the titles as messiahs, but nothing like the popularly syndicated stories that you're actually seeing today. And it was never just one. This was something that it was a school. It was a teaching. It was a study. It made the universe a real universe or, or university, which is where that word comes from. But understand the word. It's uni, meaning together, and verse, meaning in conflict. Hmm? United in conflict? How does that work? It's your body. Your body is united, but when you eat some potato chips or some, some drink, a couple drinks, you're now in conflict with your liver <laughs> and your kidney. They, they don't want that because right. they have a hard time maintaining themselves, their vibration. They're also living organisms or organs, right. as they're called. They're playing tones and sounds. So this hey, is what seven. happens. Is hold, what, that. Uh -huh. hold, that, hold that thought real quick. We're going to take a quick break. We got callers Let's in the it. queue. Guys, I see you. We're going to let you talk to seven in a second. We're going really, really deep. We're going to hit that spiritual enlightenment. We're going to decode the matrix. We got Mark Jarrell, the hip politician. That's me. And we got Yogi, Miss Info. We got seven Bomar, www.astroquest.com. Fantastic. Going to be a great show. I see everybody in the chat room. 
518, we're coming to you after we get out of this break. But we got to take a quick break, everybody. We're going to be right back. You try to be like Mr. Pickles, Daddy Fat Tax, B-I-G-B-O-I is that same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye, and I try to warn you not to test, but you don't listen, giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell, like yeah. up in prison. Now throw your hands in the air, and wave them like you just don't care, and if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, yeah. now throw your hands in the air, and wave them like you just don't care. Now, my oral illustration be like this oral stimulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better, let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I will because the future of the world depends on if or if not the child we raise gonna have that nigga. All right, people, welcome back to politics. Lil Andre 3000, big boy, outcast, AT aliens, one of my favorite groups representing the South. <laughs> Love him, love him, love him, and loving this show. Of course, I got my man Seven Bomar in the building tonight. Got Miss Info Yogi in the building as well. We see everybody in the chat room. And if you want to interact uh, in the chat room, we'll be more than happy to read your questions, comments. Um, All you got to do is register at the Blog Talk site, and then you can start interacting in the chat room. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 805-292-0337. That's 805-292-0337. 0337. We got a question. Uh, we're going to go to Ed in uh, New York. Ed, welcome to Hippolytics. How are you, my friend? Oh, peace, peace. Uh, it's, it's L, E-L. <laughs> oh, E-L. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, L from New York. Thank you. Okay, you yeah. got a question or a comment? Yeah, I have both, man. Number one, I just wanted to give you guys honor, man, for for the work that you're doing. Um, now, thank you. i got to give you high honor for that, man, because, like, I, I, to me, this line should be flooded, you know, when people want to speak about such things of such high nature, man. So, right. without further ado, I just a couple of questions, man, and may not get to them all, but um, the brother Bomar is listening right now? Yes, he For is. Sure. All right, peace, peace, family. I really appreciate a lot of the work that you're doing as well, man. Um wanted to ask, first of all, have um, if if you have a, a direct working knowledge of experience with this ethereal world or whatever other type of realm, the soil plane, whatever we're calling it, um, if you have a direct working knowledge with that, that is one question. And I, you may, like I said, you may not get to them all, man. But I, I, while I have this opportunity, I have to take advantage of it. And if you have any suggestions for diet. As far as a good a good diet a meat good meatless diet, um, if you have any working knowledge of the sexual magic, uh, or if if you give any accreditation to the term or the ideas and the practices of sexual magic, I've been hearing things like uh, Yahweh is actually the devil and that Lucifer is actually uh, some some type of good being. Um, and there's many more things that I'd like to discuss, but I, I, I can't bombard you. I can't be selfish like that. But if you've got any of that, I would please appreciate your feedback on that. Peace. For sure. Well, thank you so, so what much. What you want to do, Chester? Uh, I did, I did write down those uh, those questions. Oh, cool. Well, uh, so, like ahead, I said, Jeff. I mean, I can go, I can go right into this. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to be as, as brief as possible. So realize what I'm going to tell you is going to be uh, um, short-scripted and intense because, obviously, we have a time situation. But the first question, um, 
was is do I have working knowledge of the soul realm? And by the end of this conversation, you will know that really the difference between my conversation and, and, and a great deal of people's conversations is because I'm, I'm involved. I'm, I, I practice this and I perfected this within myself. I'm not trying to master over people. I want to master myself. It's self-mastery. And this is something that I'm into so that I can get the big answers to the questions like, why am I here, et cetera, et cetera. And I, 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 don't, I have no stop, like finances and all those kind of things. I left that in order to pursue this. So that'll be the first, uh, if you could just assess that to how, if I have 14,000 eyes, let's say, for instance, there's 10,000 people in the resistance, that's 20,000 eyes, I can see so much, meaning that people actually bring me information and say, hey, I think this is on the level, take a look. And I have the time to actually sit and look in the discernment to understand when I get another piece to the big giant puzzle of wholeness. So... The first thing is is that uh, just to, to talk to you about really briefly the sexual knowledge, sexual magic, tantrics, et cetera, um, you really need to understand that it's a basic system, especially when it comes to the male, because the male has a fluid inside of his body that when he sends it up his spine as it collects and he goes through the proper techniques, he can awaken himself. And likewise, also women have in their cossacks this same kind of energy on more of an ethereal level and a large surplus of it too when they, when they go through different cycles in their body. And if they can bring that energy up and have it transmuted by a balanced mind, then it activates the limitless. Like in the expanse of what goes on in the limitless is really specific to your journey back <laughs> in a certain sense, like back to the soul or I always say forward to the soul when you start going through the different changes that are going to be necessary to allow your organism to metamorphosize, it's a real thing. So certain things change, and so sometimes the change is not as aggressive and then sometimes too aggressive. And this is completely without the use of any deities, evangels, mantras, and all these different things. I will tell you, though, that earlier in my life, just because of being in that same type of church environment, also Islamic environment, but the church Pentecostal holiness environment, you, I did start seeing certain things, and now I know exactly what they are because I not only have the books, I also have the experience of understanding what mantras are being used, like hallelujah, and what kind of evocations are going on. This is when you would get to the meat of the entire subject, like when you want to meet the God of the Bible. And so really my, um, my advent into this was because I, I was actually witnessing Several things take place on the different planes, especially in re relation to um, and, and to the, I would just say that Apollonia, the movement of Apollonius Tyana, which is what you're looking at with Christianity. And I started to realize it was very, imp it was very partial. That's why there's a chosen people. I personally didn't have a problem in there. I had a problem with how other people were being treated. Because if you notice here on this planet, there are some people being mistreated. So what I'm here for is I'm here to, to equilibrate the dimension. Notice what I said. I, I'm coming with a balancing rod. I'm not coming with, with a, a, a vibration rod to knock your head off. I'm not coming with a lightsaber. I'm coming with a balance, right? So the next thing is you ask is about who's Yahweh versus Lucifer. Basically, the ancient Kemetan tradition sums up into the pattern known as the Sri Yantra, which is basically con it's triangles. Convict, concave triangles interlacing with each other. This is what you see when your third eye opens. You see the ultimate union. 
then it meshes over the reality that you're looking at, and you can then see the spaces in between spaces. Anything that makes sound, you can see, and there's a tube to it so you can go to it. This is the higher levels of when you don't actually gain more senses. Your senses collapse. So basically you can hear, see first, meaning sight and sound are the first ones when you're going into a high vibratory frequency, they, they collapse first. And this is why sometimes the, what's around you starts to pixelate or starts to disappear. So when you're talking about Yahweh, what it's been corrupted into, because now I would say beings almost own these names now, especially because of the mispronunciations. But also in addition to that, the lost in concept of when you pronounce the word, you have to know what the word means. Like, it, it, the two have to go hand in hand. So even if you did have the high and holy name, it doesn't mean that it will work out of the mouth of Golan, meaning out of a being that has no heart. So what we're dealing with is we're dealing with actually the power of creation through words, which is basically a cone language. Some call that Enochian now. And so Yahweh, in a tense, was a word that was somewhat of a cipher to the code language of Enochian, which is just the beginning of opening up a portal. Because if you really understand the words, there's other words that come behind that. And so first the portal is open, and then the rest of the words bring the energy through the portal. And I was saying this about English, like look at the words like open. I put this on Instagram today. Um, if you look at it, it's an O and a pen, meaning a circle and a pentagram. So there you have words that are actually constructed as symbols. So my also advent into the higher levels of knowledge was through the language of actually beginning to cipher the words and having the ability to do that because of the thinking in my brain to see what these words really mean and where they trace, uh, trace back to. So, so, so and seven, last one. How, come, how come words seem, wh why does it, everything seem like it's, um, for lack of a better word from my standpoint, um, coded? Why, why isn't it just, why, every, why is everything so covert? Why isn't it overt? If, if because it's so with... I, I would I would say it's because it's so sacred. It, this knowledge, <laughs> you already seen what it's done in the hands of one percent of the people in this world. Mm -hmm. Imagine if it comes to ninety percent, a hundred percent of those people, and they're still under a, a, a mind control program from a remnants of a hyperdimensional god. Meaning that it's like it's us in the past. It's a program that didn't work. This is anytime we see failure and division, it's just a program that doesn't work. Division never works. So when we find ourselves using it, though, we know, oh, you're on, you're on, the, you're on the time and the plane when they started worshiping death. This is, if you look into the ancient traditions that just recently left the planet, there was actually a worshiping of death because they were going into, continuously into the netherworld. Like, they were building up, and this is, gets a little bit deeper in the conversation, so we'll back off here in a minute, but they were basically building up what we're standing on. So if a first person finds themselves descending or basically uh, uh, going into re reincarnation with a degraded soul, they have to still reincarnate in some kind of vessel, slow down like flesh, that has been prepared for them. So when you think that, okay, well, no, who's working? Like, who's keeping all this going on? Because even in our world, we work. So how does that go on down there? Who's working? And then you'll see that there's an entire hierarchy of different types of beings. That's why I said that hopefully uh, in, in certain point in this whole thing, I'll get a chance to write out a certain level of classification. But this doesn't right. mean that, you, and so I would tell people, you're not dealing with people. You're dealing with energies. Don't get spooky and all that, but you're not even a person. Do you think you're who you're looking at in the mirror? 
come on, you couldn't have been duped like that across the looking glass. Like, but we have been. Way Seven. more than we have. Yeah, of course, we have of course. Been we have. We, we, and yeah, I have yeah, been too. So, and I know, I know you know that. I know you. I know you're saying it rhetorically, <laughs> but I'm saying we have been. I have been. You know, yeah. prior I mean, to it, this it, conversation, <laughs> we know that there's something strange going on. You know, we yeah. know that sometimes you have these. Like, if you even watch the movie The Matrix, you know. We know that there's glitches in it. There's certain things that trigger us to say, huh, what the hell was that kind of thing, you right. know? And so I, so I can really dig where you're coming from. I want to bring Yogi in real quick because um, she's been taking I it all in. I have a question. I want to get your comments and, and questions. Go ahead. Um, well, when the, the caller called in and he was bringing up, you know, Yahweh and Lucifer, and I was just wondering um, what's your take on the whole Amun-Ra and is is he in, you know, that a particular realm or... Because, again, this is all new to me, and I'm just trying to, you know, grasp the whole concept. So if you could just elaborate a little bit on that for me. For sure. Well, really, the command knowledge is really the most potent that an individual could be dealing with on the dimension. And so you have a, a whole retinue of spirits, and I have to use that term because there's a denotation between a soul and a spirit, which we'll get into later. But they are spirits who are walking between both planes. So they've mastered what I'm talking to you about now. And okay. that, that, in a certain sense, that kind of knowledge, when, when spirituality becomes your craft, because remember, other people's craft were taking care of the animals, taking care of the crop. So when you had people that were responsible for the spiritual stance of the village, the country, the tribe, etc., that was also a position then somehow it started metamorphosizing itself into actually being a business for many of the individuals that began to come forth taking parts of the knowledge and not actually educating themselves fully on it. So when you're, what you're dealing with is, is you're dealing with, that's also why it doesn't have as much potency, which I'm trying, you still have to think about if it's a positive or negative thing, seeing that if we're playing around with very powerful things but we're ignorant, what happens with a baby when it's playing around with fire? It gets burned. So when you're talking about being such as Ra, which is really R, but it's it's the one of the originators of the system with the five base body because it's the Sumerian name for the pentagram. So it or also known as the hammer, what was used to shape and form and fashion worlds. So what you do have is you have the Kemet knowledge in a certain tense um, there because it's how nether worlds are are, are uh, created. You see what I mean? It's the previous part of the plane. It's all about what goes on in the soul, in, in the realm between the soul, which is, again, it's like an abyss. It's unlimited. And then this thing that's right next to it, which is uh, what we call the balance or the corpus callosum or the bridge. Uh, this is being able to walk in between two planes because obviously you have the physical worlds on this side. So, um, so yeah, you know, it's important to, to just also, you know, we're talking about a lot of stuff deep into spiritual knowledge. We have to also realize that this was something that, again, it was a certain part of the individuals in the village that were really deeper into understanding this kind of knowledge due to the amount of um, energy, I would say, of your life it could consume in getting involved in it, meaning that when you're involved in spirituality, a lot of your energy is inside of other worlds and, you know, you're trying to penetrate what happened and, you know, how, to, how things went on. And so in that you can get stuck. And this is what the religions are. Like, I'm, I'm here not to, to um, 
to tell you, oh, you don't need to be this and oh, you need, don't need to be that. I'm here to tell you, use it all as your foundation. Foundation has a tendency to be like feces or, or excuse my language, but shit. And it makes the best flowers. So if you're looking in the past and you see a lot of that, then understand that your growth is most necessary. Like it, it, you're going to sprout. And so I would just say that, again, it steps on a ladder. And so what you're really doing is you're working your way, for most people, out of the lower areas of their body, like in the, in the, either in the gunads, which is the area by the muladhara chakra, which is the root chakra or the penis or the sexual center, or even lower than that. That's what the inverted star means. You have individuals such as what we're calling the Illuminati these days, and they are sending the energy down into the netherworld while they activate what's kundalini so as i said kundalini should go hey, up hey Sarah, hold that hold that thought for me real quick we're gonna we gotta take a, a quick break or chester gets pissed off at me so everybody listening seven just touched on the illuminati we got yogi we got seven bomar in the building mark jarell the politician <laughs> loving this show spiritual enlightenment we're gonna come back talk a little bit more about the illuminati and how do we get enlightened? How do we elevate ourselves? This is the heavy, big, bad wolf. We'll be right back. Hey, people, welcome back to Politics. Great show tonight. <laughs> Seven Beaumont is in the building. I'll tell you what. I got a little smoke coming from my brain, but uh, he's trying to dumb it down for me. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room. I see you guys. And, and again, if you want to interact in the chat room, all you got to do is... Uh, just register real quick on the Blog Talk site. I want to say what's up to my man Tom Tom Biggles. He's out there. Tyrone Martin, what's up? Uh, appreciate your guys. The uh, I'm gonna use the term energy that you're bringing tonight. Also got uh, who is this? Rickshaw. What's up, Rickshaw? And uh, Oversoul. I like that. That's kind of cool. That's that's really cool. So want to say what's up yeah, to you guys cool. and. Uh, Definitely, definitely, um, if you've got a question, comment, you know, put it up in the chat room. Definitely, um, you know, definitely want to uh, make sure Seven gets to it. And uh got my girl, of course, in the house, uh, Miss Yogi, making it happen. They call her Miss Info, the bear all. So uh, it's, uh, so I'll tell you what. So you're listening to Seven so far, Yogi. And um, I, I, I told you, this cat is, you know, it's, and and I think I do a disservice by saying seven is deep. I mean, because yeah, I, I do a disservice saying he's deep. Um, I, I'm going to change that up. You know up. what, Mark? I think he he's. I mean, deep that you know that word can apply. But to me, yeah. he's just so into his his knowledge and his knowledge. I want to say craft or whatever. But to where I, I I need him to just to literally dumb it down. To remedial to remedial stage for me because well, I, I never yeah like well, I, I, see, this here, is the like, thing. I, I never really think I'm stupid but I'm sitting here like well, this is just so over my head <laughs> but this is the thing and, and I think and I don't want to speak for seven and of course we're talking about him like he's not on the line which he is on I know. the line I know but <laughs> sorry about that seven but I, no, I don't want to I don't want to speak for you man but you know and I don't want to keep saying you're deep like I, I just. Like I was telling Yogi, I I think that get, that's a disservice to you. Um, you have a no, you have, have a, a wealth of knowledge. Go for it. Okay. Well, I mean, what I want to say first of all is is, is that to the sister, I mean, don't think at all that this this is something that sometimes I say, you know, don't count, don't concentrate on what you don't know. Just concentrate on what you 
what you will know. And, and to tell you the truth, mm. this has been nine, this is nine years now just in consistently checking everything and looking through everything. And so it does take, you know, quite a, it does take a, quite a bit to just start unloading those programs. And that's what we call the deprogramming, just to get some foundation to a place that you can start. And that's why, okay, you know, so this, that, you know, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. So, Oh, no, I was, I was okay, just saying I, that this conversation that we're having today is more like, you know, this is, this is about the show on the panel on Chester there. He wants the thing to be knocked out the park. But we started off really from the basics of, of how to work with the body first to get it to start being able to, to get into the proper perspective because we can't do this through the mind. That, like this, that's less brain logical way uh, uh, trying to tap into your soul. You know, now we just figured out a way to eloquently explain it, so, but many people that, that are on the line or are following along from a spiritual level uh, and a soul-based level with themselves by going through the cleanses, um, just working on, like I said, the, the bare bone stuff of cleaning out the environment, working with crystals to, to clear energies, et cetera, because that's the core of this. At the end of the day, this is somewhat, to me, even theatrical, to a certain tense, but I do have to get on here every day. Trust me, if you don't start, if you don't say something to everyone, you'll be surprised how fast they go and find someone else to listen to. But so what you do want to do is you want to keep a constant level of, uh, uh, of decoding what's going on or the deprogramming going on. So that's taken us now years, and we're, we're deep into that. And, uh, and we can simplify, though. I think some of, the con- some of the questions that came out today especially in the beginning from the gentleman that called in, plunged just kind of deep into, you know, he just went right in, like, tell me who he is, tell me who he is, or what that is, and I need to know. And uh, so just trust me, sister, there's a way to start in the beginning of this with the body, and then the perception thing is just based on your calibration, because some people don't need to get into all the information to realize all this self. Like, think about okay, it. It's, so, it's, a simple, it's a simple thing. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, and, you know, I glanced over the website and, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, about, you know, the cleansing and, you know, clearing the mind and, you know, the energy. And what my faith taught me, all I mean, it's like what you're telling me already mirrors what I do. Like, you know, I believe I'm spiritual and I'm also um, a natural being. Like, I'm, like I, I get that. I believe that words do have power. I get all that. You know, you can speak things into the universe. So I guess what is, is, and again, it just seems like some of the stuff you're saying are a lot of, you know, I don't want to say religious, but, you know, it kind of mirrors some of that. And you're talking about, like, cleansing and, you know, cleansing the body. That could be similar to, to, to a Christian fasting. So I guess what I'm saying is like what what are you what are you teaching that's that's different because I don't you know hear the word I'm, God mentioned or anything but what are you you, you know like what's different than what some well what Christians we're talking about I mean it, it's very simple what's different it's not giving away the power it's not okay. giving away the power into the name because when you pronounce the name the name controls then like the name is ancient like these are these are languages that beings quickly respond to. So when you conclude something, when you ask for something, and that's called a prayer, which praying means to hunt, the predator and prey, right? So then what happens is, is the one that wants to answer the prayer based on the energy that you're willing to give up can answer the prayer. As long as there's, and this is some, you know, it's interesting because 
when you think of banking and you think of the Jews and you think of the religion, you'll start to click in your mind. But basically, it's like a banking that goes on with your energy. And then when you run out of energy, then you can't actually have the passion to want to go and discover something new. Like, let me go. Let me get up out of here. Like, is there other planets? I'm so tired of this. Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, what is the dream world anyway? Like, what am I dreaming about? Like, what, what am I dead or am I alive? If I die and I don't remember that I was here, is, is it my mama even important? You see, these are, people don't have to be a very advanced human beings to start to sit back on the couch and think about this kind of stuff. But guess what? They put it away. Because the being that they're utilizing, which is not themselves, that's supposed to accomplish everything, has no power. That's what I I discover. I'm I'm walking the planes and watching the power from other people be utilized to manifest what they're manifesting. And then, so like I said, that's the difference. So that that is the difference in the whole thing, just to, to make it simple. It's not giving away your power. It's about being able to cycle your energy and be able to, to be more, have, have a great level of discernment about what's going on in this dimension so that way you can become more of an adult and, and rather than underneath some type of umbre- umbrella protection, some type of dominion or dome, et cetera, because you have to move on. You have to keep progressing. Like we, we're a species that continuously progresses based on our experiences. You must experience. So when you so- don't want to get out of the, 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 the nest, then, you know, there's others that are here that say, hey, it's time to go. It's time to, to expand. So are you are you agnostic? Like, do you believe in a higher being? <laughs> I believe all is self. Like, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm making it very simple. That means that all of these other entities are in division. Anytime you say I am, that means everyone else isn't. The moment that you thrust yourself forward like the king, that's why I said the king of kings, the lord of lords, Anytime you put yourself forward above everyone else and say, I am greater, that means someone else is lesser. A pyramid is created. This is called a prism or a prison. It's called a planet or a planned net. What happens is is we get into this dream world like a frequency, and then we just forget about who we were, where we came from, our ancestors, what happened with our ancestors, our, our, our honor, meaning the DNA long strings of DNA with us and other entities through experiences. We've trudged through ice ages and still survived. But yet, when we try to harness that today, we can't harness it because we don't even know about it. So how can a tree go into what it needs to become next if it doesn't know what it was before? Because that's what's proven in science is that's how every organism grows. It needs to know what it was before so as to know what is to become. And then if the, the definition of who you are is a wretch or a slave, then you're disempowered. You've been laid low. Okay, so look at the word. Lord. It's L-O-W-E-R-E-D, lowered, meaning the first star that you see, which is the moon. That's why this is the Arab tradition, first of all, what you're seeing in Christianity. This is Persian. This is some, another level of, uh, of, uh, uh, of knowledge that we even, don't even know our way through. So let me just explain to you. So this first celestial body known as the Lord is the refractor, meaning that the sun's light bounces off the moon, and then the moon refracts that with a magnetic energy, and that makes things more fertile. That's why during and heights of the full moon, you see all the animals mate. You see woman go on her cycle. You see all these different changes that are being controlled by something else. So then this is what the ancient knowledge not only taught, but you can go and find this out even in the current knowledge. You can look it in the you can look it to it in the geometry. This is why geometry is important. 
Venus is tracing out a pentagram in the sky, meaning if you just track it and draw the line of how it's moving in the sky, it's drawing a pentagram. Do you think that would be important since all around you you see pentagrams everywhere? And if, what happens is, is that if we don't challenge it, yogi, then we can be taken advantage of. We are, in, we are below the speed of light right now. Well, that's what a fleshly body is. It's light, but it's moving slightly what they call below the speed of light. Now, soul is moving above the speed of light. That's why you can't see it. You see? So what I'm saying is, is that it's not about just, you know, okay, wow, that's, that's the explanation of everything, because I can feel also where you're coming from. Because remember, woman is more right brain, in, in a right brain tense, it's intuitive. So the conversation, really the talk is cheap. It's really about what are you saying. What I'm saying is, is that we have our children here. We have our seeds. We have our memories, our MEs here. And there is something running around that seeks to destroy them, to dash them away, to feed the bones to the dog. And we have to move to action when that starts to occur. And then when we end that, then we can go back to sleep if that's what you want to do. But we can't operate on this dimension without everyone coming into some level of awakening here. And that's, that's why the message, it, we're looking for bridge builders. This means that they can take a certain level of this knowledge, convert it into how they see things, and then bring it to the person adjacent to them about it. Hey, it's time to wake up. Something's happened. And so I'm, I'm just here to move everyone to action because you do see when you turn on the TV, it has nothing to do with what Savon is doing. When you turn on the TV, you see them in these different countries and you see the diabolical, the diabolical creation moving around, which is the creation of division. The creation of division was created through religion. Religion is re-legion. Who is the legion? Now look, in the, even in the book, it says, in the Christian Bible, it says the legions were the dark, the dark beings, the, 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 the group of dark beings. So that's why the other thing is, that's why I said, these knowledge is also, if you knew the book, I've read the book three times, the Holy Bible and the Jewish version, when you read it the third time, if you really want to know the truth, it'll start unlocking yourself, it, itself, yourself, so you seven, too. Here's, You'll here's the Here's the interesting point, Seven, and for everybody who's just tuning in, you're listening to Seven Bomar. My name is Mark Jarrell. They call me the hip politician. I've got a co-host. Uh, her name is Yogi. Miss Bear All is in the building tonight, and, and we're talking about um, – I've, I've titled this show called uh, Spiritual Enlightenment. I want to say what's up again to everybody that's in the chat room. Tom, Tom, I see you over Soul. Rakesha, I messed your name up before. I apologize, but Rakesha's in the chat room. Maria Martin's in the chat room. Won't say uh, somebody else that's in the chat room because he doesn't want the NSA to be tracking him. So, got you this time, my man. Oversoul, how you doing? But uh, we are <laughs> having a great, great conversation tonight. And, uh, you know, those of you that are not familiar with Seven Bomar, you will be here very, very shortly. Um, check out his website at www.astralquest.com. That's A-S-T-R-A-L-Quest.com. Definitely check him out. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, I've always been um, attracted to, Seven, was um, is, is language. And one of the things that I've noticed since uh, last week and even this week, you are very, very, um, I, I would say, um, uh, you know, you're definitive 
in the the choice of words that you use. And tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, this is just something I pick up on, and I could be wrong. So, um, but you don't use words loosely. Um, you use specific language um, to get your point across. And I, I find that very, very interesting. And one of the things that you said, I want to circle back to it. You talked about, uh, and these are your words, you said, uh, Jews and banking. And I thought that was kind of interesting how you put that in there. And, and, and so I, I want to touch on that a little bit. Also want to touch on your background because it's interesting. You and I, um, you know, it's kind of weird, but we've got a similar background because you really, you mentioned um you know, being familiar with the Pentecostal tradition, um, some people nowadays call it maybe evangelical to a certain extent, or certain that that you know you you're very familiar with that tradition. You're also very familiar with the Bible, like you said, you've read it three times. And to Yogi's point, Yogi's asking because again, she's steeped in a Christian tradition as well. And I don't think that what you're saying is too far from what the Bible says. It seems like you've, mm-hmm. you've built on it, you've taken it to maybe, you know, uh, uh, you know multiple, uh, uh, a much higher level. But I want to get into all that. i got to take another break. But, um, you know, when we get back, I, I want you to chew on what I just said, number one. It was a whole lot. But uh, you, you've got an innate capacity for <laughs> to, to hold a lot of information. <laughs> so I, I know you'll catch all of that. But I, I really want to get into that, and i got to get into the Illuminati. I want to talk about hip-hop because it's very, very interesting to me how um, the, you know, you hear stuff about the Illuminati and hip-hop. You really don't hear too much about the Illuminati and sports, the Illuminati and fashion. You know, but it's interesting to me how it's the Illuminati and hip hop, but and and I know you've got some definite thoughts on that. I also want to talk about the universe, other beings. So I, there's so many places I want to go in a short period of time. Everybody, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at eight zero five two nine two zero three three seven. Press option one. Chester will bring you on the line. You can talk to seven, but we're going to get through a whole lot more. Seven, I know I threw a lot at you, my friend. <laughs> no, I did. But uh, I can't apologize. That's just the space I'm in right now, and you can blame it on yourself. Mark Jarrell, <laughs> the politician. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back. Listen to politics. We're talking about spiritual enlightenment tonight. Got my man Seven Beaumont in the building. Got my co-host tonight, Miss Yogi, the bear all, Miss Info. Hey, Yogi, you got a lot of aliases. You got a lot of AKAs. You know that, right? I wasn't aware of that, but okay. You say so. <laughs> well, well, you do. That's. <laughs> I only have one. They call me the politician, but they call That's you right. Miss Barrel, Miss Info, Yogi. I, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? I'm going to ask Seven. Give us the give us the meaning of the word Yogi. What is that? But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. Just. <laughs> I know, I want to go a lot of places. Hey, listen, the chat room is really blowing up. You know, Tom Tom is funny. Um, the, the the person I can't mention is a great music lover. He knows who I'm talking to. He, he Every song that we put on, he's like, hey, good song. I like that. He likes CeeLo, like that Eminem su- survival. Um, let's see, let's give him some initials. TM, that's all I'll say so the NSA doesn't get him. Um, Tom Tom, 
you are hilarious, my man. I'll tell you right now, you are hilarious. But I want to read some um, comments for Seven from the people in the chat room because um, I think a couple people had um, uh, some questions. And we're going to go through here. So let's go. Let's scroll back up. Let's see. Let's start with, um, you know, Seven. I think you're familiar with... um, a few of these people that are in the chat room because it looks like you've helped some people in their in their journey, their walk, or however we want to say it. Um, Oversoul says, yes, Seven has assisted me uh, in my journey. So, um, obviously, and in, in actually in, in my journeys, plural. So I think that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Maria, now Maria Martin 1 says, years ago when I took uh, part in the ritual of fasting as a Christian in my my scroll keeps moving. I apologize. Years ago, when I took fasting and uh, took part in the ritual of fasting as a Christian, I felt like I was paying homage to someone other than myself. I'm currently going through the complete cleansing regime, and what a difference! I feel the connection more to myself, and that's to a point that you were making earlier. And I'll let you comment, but I want to go through some other these some other comments. Um, Rakisha. I finally got her name right, or his name right. I think it's a female, though. Hi, great show. Could you please, please, could you enlighten me about collodial silver doses as to reap the benefits without contracting argyria, graying of skin? I may be from another mm-hmm. planet, but I prefer not to totally resemble an alien. Thanks so much. <laughs> Tom, Tom. <laughs> hey, so I will let you t- I'll, you know what, Seven? I could probably take that, but I'll let you take that in a minute, right? Ah, so, <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Listen, man. Listen, I'll, I'll let yes, you take that. How about that? Very uh, briefly, you're not gonna you're not gonna turn blue if you're taking the colloidal silver unless you have it uh, have it ionized with sea salt, which no real colloidal silver that you're buying these days actually has that going on. The guy that you see that's blue, he put he put a lot of salt in his uh, in his colloidal silver making device so he can get a higher yield. And that's what it causes. Does cause uh, for certain people for them to turn blue. Um, so yeah, that's that's the question on that on how to cool. so not here's turn what, blue. So here's what Tom 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 Biggles said. Argia has to do with the quality of the silver and the methods used to make the colloidal silver. First, first of all, Rakisha. And then Oversoul yeah. says, "That's great, Maria. Once we clean the body and organs in the correct order, you start to see things in a different light." Which we're going to get into that too. Um, our co-host here, Mr. Chester Davis Jr., says, I believe in miracles. Um, there you are, you sexy thing, you sexy thing. Chester, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, but whatever. <laughs> Oversoul says, <laughs> if you think about That's it. That's a song. That's a song. Oh, you sexy thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm late, you guys. didn't know that? I'm not in the cool club. I'm sorry. I have, I'm a little late to the program, but anyway. <laughs> Let's see. Oversoul. The music guy. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? Huh? He's only the host. Uh, Oversoul, if you think about it, we've been tricked during birth. Um, during our birth, I think is what uh, Oversoul meant. It takes 10 months, so they say, to have a baby. Then a year later, you are one year of age. What happened to the one year and two months. Hmm. Yeah, that that uh, we're not going to get into that right now. Like, uh, okay, okay, sorry, <laughs> realistically, oh, so we're it, not going to get yeah, into that. Yeah, that. Well, that that's something that we've actually talked about on the site. So I do understand. We've okay. had that conversation, and okay. we've ex- we've talked about deeper things about time cycles and how long it should take for you to really come out. 
also what look this is what this comes off of look at the name october october means eight but it's our 10th month november means or no means nine but it's our you see what i mean it's the 11th month but it's the it means nine and mm-hmm. so on and so forth dec means tw- uh 10 right D C means 10 but it's our 12th right. month so this whole lag of two is uh is called some different type of time things that we were looking into but again that that's not relative to tonight's show necessarily let's would be going way right. too deep if we went in there. Understood, understood. But at least, you know what, but I, I at least wanted to get in the chat room because these, these guys are having a good time in there. We appreciate them listening and, and uh, obviously enjoying the show. And if anybody else wants to, uh, you know, interact with Seven, give us a call, 805-292-0337. Press option one, we'll bring you on the line. So, Seven, I got a couple um, real quick rapid-fire questions for you. Some, some kind of... Um, I, and I know it's difficult, and I really shouldn't do this, but, um, you know, a couple rapid-fire questions before we take a call, uh, basically yes or no. Are we alone in the universe? Are, are we the only no. creation that's intelligent in the universe? Not at all. Not at all. The universe Not is all. teeming with life. For sure. It's abundant. It's Much super more abundant. Like that, that's, it, that's its whole motif is abundance. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you can think um, of anything of this planet, what it represents with the water is abundance. Um, let's see. We are we are slaves to an alien race, for lack of a better word. Yes or no? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we are slaves to a higher spiritually enlightened race. No, we're just, we're not slaves. Like, the, the reality is, is that the reason why I'm not going to answer those questions, yes, yeah. and then everyone's, oh, I'm a slave, is because that, that's the Jedi mind trick. Mm. It's to use your power and say, I did that. And you say, oh, yeah, he did that, not me, or it did that, not me. And then right. we're all doing it together. This creates just a disconnection. This is symbolic of why your umbilical cord is cut when you come into the world. That's like your line of mm. communication to your mother and then it's mm. cut. Mm. That's called a Skype. And uh, mm. from that point, then the dock is there, so this is still maritime law. So you right. basically, you pull up on a shore of a planet, and then the dock is there because the mother's about to give birth. Birth also means the shore right there. And so when the baby comes through, the cargo or the Argo, the, they take the placenta, and then they write a certificate on the placenta, and they put it into the annuals as basically a... Uh, um, uh, it's in a manifest. And so then they give you a certificate of your birth here, and then they give you the, the angelicized name, which is a tone and a vibration that's still calibrated on this kingdom. That's why the mother generally gets the name of the child from the book most of the time. And then, so it, proceed, it proceeds from there. This is going on in all cultures also. Like, don't think this is something exclusive to the United States. So trust me, right. we have one of the lightest systems, by the way. And the, the reality is it's still a brokering going on for your energy. So then what happens is you get incorporated. That's why your name is in capital letters. And then they begin to trade you, and that's based on your overall wealth, based in the wealth code that you grew up in. And then it all becomes numbers from there. The droids know what to do, meaning that the computers are moving at petaflops. And last time I saw a constellation where the computers are running this fast, they, basically your every move can pretty much be predicted based on metaphysical integers. Not necessarily things that take place in the physical reality. 
So that's what I was saying. This, anything can really happen to you when you're asleep. We're lucky that we continuously reincarnate. We don't die. We are immortal. So this we will keep not, going on we until do not you die. We do not die. We blink. That's the easiest way to explain it. Blink. Wow. You go into hey, the light again, you come out. <laughs> wow. Let's do this. We've got um, we've got Josh from Oregon. Josh, welcome to Hippolytics, my friend. How are you? Josh? Hello, can you hear me? Now we got can you, you Josh. Me? How are you? We got oh, you now. Pretty good. I'm not, not too good with this uh, phone technology stuff, so I'm glad Understood. this works. No worries. We're, we're, it's, <laughs> it's working. It's, it's clearly operational, my friend. What's your question? Uh, my question for Seven is uh, a, a lot about, uh, like, the, the 33rd parallel and how it relates to, like, the Naga and Hiroshima. The, uh, they, they, the 33rd parallel runs right between those two places. Uh, and the first nuclear test sites were there uh, in Roswell, dropped by Truman was the 33rd president. And, and just like the connection of the words like Japan and the, and the relationship to the 33rd, um, like, uh, degree in our spine and then also P- DMT and the pineal gland, like how that all relates with with the nuclear weapon stuff. Like, is that like a like a Kundalini-like thing or what? Well, <laughs> thanks for the well, question, Josh. You know, awesome. If, if, if we had to go to the scripture, <laughs> I'm just playing with Yogi over there, but... Well, I was going to say, I've always heard, like, all types of, you know, New World Order things with the 33rd degrees of Masons and all that other stuff. So it was interesting that he started going there. So that's where my mind went. Well, when when I dug completely into it, because obviously it's got a lot of stuff surrounding it, but it is the, in a sense, it is the, the level of the insertion, meaning that when the tampering went on, it was on the 33. And that's why when we have 33 vertebrae in our back, we actually used to have more. And that's why you have a cossix in your, you have a cossix, which you can go look this up in a medical dictionary, and it's like your little tail. And some people still come out with it, and some people have like what looks like a dent there, right? And this is because the, the actual vessel that you're in, and this is, you know, here we go, this physical vessel, the DNA that was used in constructing the flesh had the genes of, uh, of what you call a lion today. Now, notice I said the flesh, not the souls. Remember, nobody made the soul. That's why I was telling you in the beginning, there's this thing where nobody created it, so no one can take credit for it. And that's why what you see is also, and we're now back into this world again, but what you see in Christianity, there was a group of people before that known as the Gnostics. We still hear about this. But the Gnostics had connected with the knowledge that, you know, everything was a part of everything, because that's also Eastern tradition, that's everything, right? But then here comes one tradition that says, no, there's one being that says he created it. And then if you realize what that does to the entire scope of a world, then you have met what you would call a divider or a diva, or what we get the term of devil. That's, that's the energy that you'd be dealing with. And so... That's interesting because when you see traits such as jealousy, like I don't know if you've ever been with a jealous person before, but you already know kind of what kind of person you're dealing with. And so when you say you have a a close relationship with something, then you have to assess these kind of traits 
if they say that they possess those kind of traits. That's even if you believe it's real. I think that really what happens in religion is it's written up so metaphorical in metaphors that people can't even understand anymore, like the parable of the, the sower. The person starts thinking about it on a physical level, and then everything gets slammed in the flesh. And this is what happens when it is all based on the mind that's comprehending it. And so when we start so seven, feeding what is, our... What is Josh asking when he's talking about Japan, Japan? Like, what, what, help us put this together. What, what, he's, what he's talking about what is, is that the saying? names of the continents that are here are named after the energies that are used to formulate the people that are there, their flesh. Because when you look in the beginning, it says in the beginning was the word, and the word did not come back void. What was the right. word? There was a word that's used to create things. And there's many words that are used to create things. And if you have the power, because remember, the word has no power. It's the pronouncer. That was the whole key to all of this, if you really want to know. We are the only ones that can pronounce the word strong enough so that they start to go, come into action, right? And then here's the even deeper cryptic knowledge behind the pentagram. When we started to build in this world, we used our hands. So if you notice, this five-finger hand, five and five is ten, these five-finger hands are used to basically create every single thing that you're looking at around you, at least the foundations of how it got to you. So that was called magic. You see what I mean? Like magic, that's why the pentagrams became synonymous with magic, was to be able to build things that were first just an idea. And this is what the whole secret thing is all written off of, how to manifest things from your mind. But what happens if you only have material things that you want to manifest? Isn't this silly? You're going to use the manifestation ethereal energy to manifest something lower than it, more denser than it? Why not use it to activate something else that is higher than it or more balanced than it? And then keep going up from there. So I wanted to explain this very briefly, and this is a deep thing that we have to talk about because we, you know, just to get into what's going on with the black star, meaning that when the pentagram is shown inverted, it means that the person is now utilizing their, their energy, whether it's from another spirit that has gone inside of them or whether it's from their own Kundalini system, or, which is sometimes coded as the Nagas. So what happens is that those energies, as they go into the body and they go down, the person is thrusted into a netherworld state of their consciousness. This is a vortex. Basically, the person is giving off some light, it is, but it's a black light. It's attracting, the per, attracting you, but it's draining energy from you. This is... The as below stars in, Ho in Hollywood or Hollywood, they have an inverted mm. attraction because what you're not actually you're not actually seeing the real person. First of all, on the first level at all, the physical body doesn't show you the real person. It's done right there. But the second level is now this person is dressed up and saying things at times on interviews that make them seem like the greatest person. But then anytime they do their work or their craft, when they put out a video, when they do something, you see the real individual. And then they come back and say, oh, that's just for play. You can't, be, you can't act the perfect role of a molester and then not be one, not in a world of creators. So that's where we have to begin to take it to the next level. Like we have to say, well, because this and this is going on, then this means this is going on. This is called reverse engineering. What did that for me is through several spiritual experiences that I was witnessing with other persons, people in, in churches and different things like that, I finally came into one of my own spiritual experiences, completely sober. And at that point, I realized, man, they could be lying about everything. Right. So if you ever have really a real spiritual experience, not to fake ones, not to tell everyone I did have it and you really didn't feel it, but the real one, it starts 
right away making you think, wait, if, nobody, if nobody's talking about this all day, what is really going on? Because that is more important than everything because it's something that we, we can't even see. So it may offer – most people can't even see. So it may offer potential to fix our situation at least. But, of course, you wow. have to acknowledge that you have a situation. Right. See, and, 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 and we'll get to another question. We'll get to another question. Hey, okay. hey, Yogi, hold that thought real quick. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Let Seven catch his breath. Let you guys catch your breath. Josh, thank you for the question. Also want to thank my man L for a question from New York. A little mystical. <laughs> Here I go. We got to talk about hip-hop, people. We got to talk about this Illuminati stuff as well. Coverman Seven Bovar in the building. I'm loving this. All right, people, we're back. A little mystical. I got to toggle back to the chat room to see what my man TM said about mystical. Oh, he put remix. How did I know? Look at Tom Tom getting mystical in here tonight. Yes, sir. It, it was a hey, Tom Tom. I thought it was apropos for the conversation tonight. And um, Yogi. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What? What? You know what? Seven is the type of cat that you could talk to for like 10 hours and you wouldn't even realize. It would feel like two minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so much. There's so many places you want to go. I mean, you know, it's so many places you want to go. And, um, you know, I know one thing that um, you're a hip-hop head, right? Basically. I like to think I am. Yeah, you are. Kinda. You are. I, I would say so. You, you're, put it, if you're not a hip-hop head, you're definitely... Um, you know what? You're you're up on everything that's going on culturally and stuff like well, that. Yesterday, yesterday mm-hmm. I was on my way to work and um, backspin on Sirius play EPMD. You just a customer. I almost like ran off the road. So, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So not only are you a hip hop head, but you're kind of crazy too. Okay, but that's yeah, cool. I'm a bad, I'm a bad driver. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you ran off the road because you heard EPMD. Okay. We'll have to see what Seven has to say about that one. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm just messing with you. But uh got to say what's up to everybody in the chat room. Appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, everybody that's listening, appreciate you guys. We're here every Thursday at 8 p.m. Um, if you got suggestions on the show, you got uh, anybody who you think would be a great guest, um, you know, shoot us a line. Check out our website at hippolitics.com. Actually, um, follow us on Twitter. Um, and, of course, you can check out all our archive shows. This show will be available as soon as we're done because we are live tonight. We got Yogi in the building. That's my co-host tonight. And, of course, we have Seven Bomar. Please check out his website at astroquest.com. That's A-S-T-R-A-L, quest.com. Uh, he's here, um, expert on etymology, um, metaphysics. And uh, we're talking about spiritual enlightenment and um one of the things, Seven, where I want to take this conversation is, um, you know, the Illuminati, real quick. Oh, God. Is the Illuminati real? Is, is there such thing as the Illuminati? In, and, and I know it means, even I know this, it means the Illuminated Ones or the Enlightened Ones. Um, but are they a real entity that are different from the rest of us? I would say that the the most important thing to see with energy is that it's constantly moving. So sometimes we can look at things at one point, say a thousand, two thousand years ago, and it was one thing. But as it continues to move throughout time, it can be metamorphosized into another thing, and that's 
that's what makes it an eidolon or an idea that has begun, begin to be coalesced, something that it, people can draw on if they're familiar with it and familiar with the symbolism. So what you have today is you have the word Illuminati being defined by uh, all-seeing eyes and pyramids and things like that because that that's basically a, t- uh, uh, what, what do you call it, um, I want to use the, the correct word here, but it's hijacking in a certain sense mm. and stealing entirely different. And then once they can kind of redefine it, then it closes the door to what it really means. And what is what their fascination with hip-hop? Uh, any fascination with being able to transfer language to people because originally the Phoenicians, which bought phonetics, were from Canaan, so they were, they were melanated. So there's a, a technique that has been developed, which was known as the, the language of the serpent, or Marcy. You know, that's the Marcy Project. So Marcy Projects you, in you, Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, oh, like God. A, a, oh, Marcy is a, a serpent charmer. Just Google it. So what happens is, is that you see this Pied Piper. Everyone's in a trance. Like, basically, you could spend time ingesting it, and then uh, ultimately where it leads you, it does lead you into to a certain state of consciousness. But overall, where is it taking you? So I think it may be a grand plan, though. I didn't come here to throw anybody under the bus, but, you know, maybe a second. I think that um, in certain tenses, I, these beings are, are known more or less as anchors or archons. They're the same word. So what happens is, is that they become like what's holding massive amounts of souls down in a certain tense. And if the anchor chooses to release and by its own conversion, then what you have is you could have a chain reaction of a grand release of the entire reality in just a matter of moments. And what I'm saying is is that basically the energy, regardless of what everyone thinks, is strong enough that it's on contact. Meaning when we to activate, if the planet starts activating, one person starts activating around you, if they touch you, you start to activate. It's a real thing. And what you would have happen if there was a shift in the energy that put the planet more on balance, because notice the planet's on the wobble, you're primarily using one side of your body or your right side, most people. So to straighten that, all we need to do is spin faster. If we start spinning faster, you'll see this thing start regenerating itself so fast, then it'll become fun again. Like, realistically, this planet has a lot to offer. It has an entire storehouse of magnificent journeys located within its trees. And so there's other stuff that we were really designed to do here. Trust me, it's like PlayStation or MTV or whatever these kind of syndications are. You know, it's very watered-down version, but still a blueprint of what we are generally used to when we conduct ourselves on these kind of physical realities. So what I'm saying is is that there is a blueprint, and this is when the knowledge was in a tense, fall into the hands of evil, and then the story begins. But the knowledge of how to manipulate realities, how to create languages. Notice the God of, that's not the author of confusion, goes down and confuses everybody with 72 languages, and then everyone can't understand each other, and then they leave each other. That's ultimate separation, if you think about it, because if we were ever together as a family, it was then that we, that was the only time we ever had a chance against what we're dealing with here. Who is it? It's us. We're doing it. We're our own nemesis at times. It's like we create the next challenge for ourselves to jump off our next expansion. 
it's like you can see this is like a vacation in a certain sense. If you've seen what the earth looked like when we first got here, man, you could imagine when nobody's been touching it, the quality of the air, et cetera, et cetera, this is like a paradise. So think about that's, that's where you are. It's not where you came from. You're still there. This is a nonlinear thing. And this is a, what I'll just explain to make it simple. When you get caught up in looking at these black stars, you get into a vortex. And then you get into this trance. It's like a charmer in a certain tense. And then time goes by, tons of time. And this basically means separation. You separate from you. you. Start looking at another person rather than yourself. And each time, even if they can get a minute, even if they can get five seconds, whatever they can get, they'll take it. Meaning that we have to see in our world that if our world is based on time, we need to be spending that time wisely. We all leave here, supposedly. But where I'm at now is I cracked into ways of not being able to leave off the dimension. Like what I'm saying is, is that it was, there was so much, but you, you couldn't actually enjoy it without everyone else there. I've seen and I've experienced. I've, walk, I've had the opportunity to walk several paths. The Christian thing, I went through Baptist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian with my mother, Holiness, HME, the whole nine. And then and before then, Islam, Wahhabism, uh, Sufism, Nation of Islam. And I've actually even been an imam. I've went with brothers and converted entire pods of, of men to Christianity in 316. And still, after all that, felt not fulfilled because of something deeper inside of me that says, you got to go within, you got to go inside. The temple is in you. <laughs> it's not outside. It's not shaped and formed and fashioned by the hand. So but there's only one seven. place where things were made that were so is it, go ahead, Yogi. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I mean, I was, he was actually going probably to where my question was. I was going to say, so, you know, you were going through all these journeys and, you know, all these different faiths. Like, what exactly, like, tell me your aha moment. Like, what was it that just, that the light bulb just went off and said, okay, it's not in the nation of Islam, it's not in Christianity, it's not in my Pentecostal church. Like, when, when did the light bulb go off? What was your aha moment? When I figured out that a symbol can actually transfer you into another world, there, that was the aha moment. That's was that a particular it was. symbol? Was it a of particular course. symbol? Of course. There, there are multiple symbols. But, see, I was like, okay, this is not going to work. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, this, and that was just one level of it. See, the, 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 the interesting part is, is that you've been having stuff going since you were a child, that if you understood how to look at it, it was all occultated. It's an occultation, meaning that it's actually shaping, molding, and guiding you based on the streets you live on, the mother that you come out of, or the womb you come out of. All that stuff does have importance, but if you don't have the cipher, if you do not have the code that unlocks all of what this stuff means, this babble, then your brain asks a lot of questions that don't get answered, and this equals a stunt in the growth. It's like so you are you to saying to a certain extent, seven, seven, are mm -hmm. you saying to a certain extent you can be born to the wrong family, you can be wrong, born to the wrong, depend, well, I, I, let me rephrase that. Well, okay, well, well let, let me that, just explain it from the, for, from the other yeah. way around, because life okay, leads to death, ahead. death leads to life, okay, on these kind of circular dimensions. So uh -huh. what happens is, is that our previous existence, we have an experience there, and we encase a certain amount of truth because only truth can survive. This means what are the core principles to life. 
And when you go into another incarnation, your the frequency that you left off of when you leave here, you go there. But imagine if this you, you go to that next calibration of frequency. It's like a, a husk in a tense your body is. Then when it gets all withered and then it gives up the soul that or the uh, the essence of the uh, what's inside of it. Think of a seed. A seed is not just a seed. There's all these other things around it that protect it, right? That's what your body is. That's why it's made in fire or a shell. So it's protecting the soul for its development. And then at a certain point, when you get ready to leave here, you then crack open in a certain tense, and then you that 2.2 ounces that they measure when the body when the soul leaves the body. For most people, that's how much spirit that they've gained or soul that's forced that they've gained while they've been here on this planet. And then what it does then is it seeps up and it gets in itself trapped in a web of another womb of incarnation. But that web is calibrated based on that being's last existence. You see what I mean? So this is like you just go to sleep and you wake back up again. But don't you may wake up as a baby. You may wake up as even certain life form, et cetera. But you keep rolling through this, and that's why I say it's almost like somebody asleep at the wheel. What I'm saying is, is that you can be a tornado guided. What you really are is you're you're a gyroscope. You have an aura. It spins and it keeps you straight. You're on a planet that's supposed to be a sphere that's turning around constantly, and you're sometimes upside down. How would you not even feel all that if you didn't have some kind of orc or spin type system to keep you uh, to keep you feeling uh, without getting seasick? This is physics. You see what I mean? So when you dig, but see, those questions can't be answered by them generally because they don't want to open up the door to what goes on with your aura and your spiritual your spiritual development, your chakras, etc. And so this is another thing. Even though. There's a, in, in many of the religions, there's not really a, a, a direct knowledge about food, like what really you can't ingest. Within most traditions, you, Islam, Christianity, et cetera, the heavy ingesting of dense food, you are what you eat. <laughs> it's always going to be that way. So just because we're encouraged to eat certain things and to pull our energy from certain things, remember when you see that potato, when you see that meat, when you see whatever, that means you are now needing energy. So you are going to take it from that. And so your body is capable of extracting energy from what you have in front of you. What kind of being are you? This is where we have to go inside and look at ourselves. And then so then that what do you deep feed right yourself? Now. Because if yep. you can feed, there's minerals that you can take that carry so much megawatts you rather eat that. <laughs> just like you will be like so your corpus calypsum will start lighting up again. See, I'm trying to tell you what happened is, is that it's the duality. It's the first division between man and woman. That's symbolic because there's a, there's a center of your brain, which is the corpus callosum. This area connects the left and the right brain and allow, it bridges the communication. It allows them to communicate because otherwise they don't really see eye to eye. Now that bridge has been collapsed. That means Bifrost or the Rainbow Bridge has been collapsed, and we're trapped on one side of it. And unfortunately, this is the side where it's all division. Nobody can see when you shine a clear light into a prism, it makes seven colors. There's also two other hidden colors called white and black. But when you collapse them back together, it makes that clear light again. It's like clear and that is the realm of the soul. That's as much as I can really give you in regards to that, but right. we all have a date with it is what I'm saying. This is not something that however many incarnations or whatever, 
that we're talking about here, we will eventually return to it. But don't let them make you believe that you didn't come from it. You see what I mean? Like this is also, you notice yeah. how it does line very close to the truth, many of those doctrines, but then they, it's a fork tongue. There's a slight right in the labor end, and that equals you being lost on a whole other part of the path. But and this is the thing, though, remember. Seven, how do we know, and, and we've got to take a quick break, and then when we come back, though, there's a few things that I need us to tackle. I need us to tackle how we move into a realm of that, that spiritual enlightenment where you are. How do I get to understand that language? And how do I know what you're saying is accurate? Which I think is a fair question, right? How do I know it's accurate? Yeah. How, do, how is it any different from the preacher that we hear on Sundays or, you know, the, you know, the, the rabbi or the imam or whoever? So those are things I want to tackle, um, you know, when we come back. Um, also, you know, the chat room is just blowing up. You guys are kind of wild up in there. Appreciate uh, your guys' engagement and, and, and um, you know, recommendations and, and, and things and so on and so forth. But we only got a few minutes left, so I want to come back and, and, and really, really, and Seven, I know you're about solutions and things like that, too. So we'll take a sure. quick break real quick. Um you mentioned uh, Marcy Projects, so it's apropos to bring uh, my man Jay-Z on. And uh looks like he had a date with Destiny. He just didn't know it, but I guess he knows it now. You listen to their politics, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back. Little Jay-Z, dirt off your shoulders. I'll check. I, I just jumped in the chat room just a second ago, and I see Evan Love is in the building evan love what's up yeah you missed a lot ev you missed a lot you got seven back this week and um so i was really putting it down i um i'm really really enjoying this to say that i'm enjoying this conversation is um is probably the understatement of the night and of course i have yogi in the building with me and i appreciate her being here and um you know seven is a, a wealth of knowledge uh for lack of a better word um he's just kind of amazing on um you know, he's just amazing in, in, in his study and his knowledge, and I certainly appreciate his time tonight. And, and um, you know, and obviously he will definitely be back with us. And everybody who's listening definitely appreciate you guys being here. But, Seb, before we went to break, man, I, I was saying, you know, how, how do we know what you're saying is the truth? You know, I grew up in, a, you know, the Christian tradition, um, you know, going to holiness churches, Baptist churches, uh, Church of God, whatever, you know, what, name the dom- denomination. I've been there, Catholic Church, it doesn't matter. But, and, and, and that's the way I've been indoctrinated, just to be honest with you. Um, I always felt there's something that, I don't want to say it's not, but there's something more that, you know, inside I yearn for. Yes, I can say that. Am I scared to really believe that Jesus Christ or what we call Jesus and I've heard, you know, people say Yeshua or whatever the name is, but you know what I'm saying, the Messiah is not truly the son of God who did not de- who who died for my sins. You know, am I scared to say that that is incorrect? I am petrified, seven, to really really say <laughs> I am petrified, my friend. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I, I hear you laughing, 
and I wish I was in the space that you're in. But I have petrified. Well, that's, that's Yogi over there. I'm not laughing. No, that's, oh, uh, oh, that's Yogi. You know, that's I'm Yogi sorry. over there laughing at I'm you. But, saying, but no, yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. I am petrified <laughs> to say that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God as I know God, the you know the one true supreme being, the Creator of all things that I know. There's none above Him. Um, I, I'm petrified to say that. Uh, you know, hey, he was just a cat that came down. He's just like, you know, one of many gods, and, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm scared to death to well, do Well, again, if you, if you think about it, it's based on what you believe, because is it really a lie if you believe it? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is how deep it was getting. Like, I realized that what happens is, is that, first of all, nothing exists unless you pay attention to it. That's the first thing about how a soul's power. Uh-huh. So, because if you don't know anything about it, like there's other people on the other side of the world, newsflash, those aliens, I, you can call them that, man. Those people that you don't know about, they speak another language, they come from a different color, a different creed, etc. And when they use certain words, especially for the supreme being, they use specific words. Their words are not the same as ours. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is that when you adapt a system that, you say that you believe in because someone else has suggested it to you. When they tell you, oh, I'm the son of God, have they really lied to you if who God is, this is Germanic God, Gud, who's, you know, the king of kings from Britain, et cetera, Gog, and then uh, the son and all the rest of the metaphors that they use within their kingdom of Julius Caesar, who is Jesus Christ, or John Carter, or whoever JC they're going to pull out next. Mm. But what happens is, is that if you can re- start recognizing just how long you've been in it and maybe how long your folks have been in it and how long everyone has been in it, then you see where it's taken them because the proof of wisdom is in the type of people that it produces. Then you'll start realizing that, man, it's deer in the headlights. <laughs> it's like right. nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody is guiding our children. Nobody has the abilities to stand up and to, to really move the people to action so that way we can utilize what is here to regenerate our planet. So, so what is most people going to do? They sit around and then wait for it to, what, get to the stages that it's already been going, and then nobody's going to stop it? And then in the books they say that's when these other beings incarnate, meaning that inside of you there's an awakening of something that says, wait a minute, because even today there may be a shaking of the head of the universal knowledge, but after you sit down on the bed, and this is the answer to the question of how do you know if what I'm telling you is the truth, you'll start seeing it connect with a lot of different things in all sorts of levels because that's what truth does. You'll start seeing it's deeper metaphors in the metaphysic, uh, in a, a meta world. If you don't even understand meta, M-E-T-A, and why it's an anagram for meat or flesh, and then why meta can, is something that can be controlled, then this is the level that we have been said, said is our limit. And then if we go to then our God or our supreme being, and then we say, but our supreme being said we can go no higher than this, we can learn no more than this, man, how could a supreme being be limited and even keep a name like supreme being? <laughs> like it's like, mm. So then when you check back on the names, you'll find they're not naming themselves our equivalent of supreme being in the tones and vibrations of the elder languages. They're not naming themselves that. They're naming themselves something specific. And then we're using those names thinking, oh, it's just a name. This is the name everyone's using, okay? And we're not checking it. I'm just telling right. you, man, you've got to go and check it, and you may find your treasure is gone. What is your treasure? Your soul. Mm. That's what we're talking about here. These, these beings so, trade souls. They're, they're fishermen. Let's do, 
Go ahead, Yogi. Well, see, I mean, I was listening to him, and I'm just thinking, like, practically and, you know, just things that I've seen over my life. For example, when I was in college, I witnessed a terrible car accident. Like, an 18-wheeler veered off. I mean, it was a terrible car accident, like a four-car pileup. And the girl that was two cars in front of me, I mean, her car was literally smashed, and she walked away. So when I see stuff like that, I, me, just the rational person, I know that was, I mean, whatever realm and all kind of other stuff that, you know, you say, I know there has to be some type of God because I know there's just no it's, way a truck can crash into a car. And that- <laughs> but, it, it, but it's you. That's the, that's the final realization. It's actually you, and in, through inside of you, you can connect to all things. But you can't, so like, when you just think about, me. like, because what I'm saying is, let, let me just show you in the energy tent. When you sit down and you begin to pray, you send it out, because the idea is that God is in the sky. So you send with your mind your request outside of you. This is a, the deeper level of what the, where the control, the control system is. It's like, so just that's the direction of your language. Uh, your language, that's your intention. And then if, but if the intention is not in going inside is what I'm telling you, you are not contacting beings that have your best interest in mind. They have to stand on their dimensions and planes and do what they do with divisions. That's why when you see in these hierarchies and cabals and secret societies and re- religions and all this, it's like everyone's moving around like clockwork. If you really pull back off of it and look at it, Everyone's stuck in its own role while one is greater than the other. If you're going to be it, why don't, be, why don't you go be the highest of it? What do they say is the highest? The prophet. So don't go play with it. Go see what the prophet is, and you'll see the mysticism of Solomon open up. Then you'll go and trace it all the way back to Ethiopia, to the ancient traditions of the Dravidians, the Nagas. You would trace it to all that and see the stories being plagiarized as the covenants is being written, which are treaties from wars that were lost by ancestors. So you would, you would be able to connect to it like that in your mind's eye. You wouldn't actually need anyone to confirm it for you because you would actually be feeling it and seeing it inside of you because this is where it all took place. That's why I was saying there. In this two hemispheres of your mind is basically an Atlantean empire, which is the current empire that you're in. This is Constantine and the cross and all the different symbolism that you're seeing. It's all Atlant- Atlantean knowledge. The previous cycle, the matriarch, is Lemurian knowledge. So that is like our history or our roots. And then what we have also is the skirmishes and wars taking, still taking place, just like we argue with our own minds and we argue with other people, still taking place between physical beings on this world and spiritual beings in conflict. And nobody can seem to find balance as we tear up the world. So the reality, though, is, is that there's a good thing going on. We now have the knowledge to achieve balance. We understand what it's actually connected to. It's connected directly to going outside and not inside. And then disassociating from all fragments of the supreme being, which are names. That's why amen, A-M-E-N, me is the anagram for name, N-A-M-E. And that is basically the unit of power. It's not totality. It can never be. The moment it's uttered or vibrated, the division takes place there. That's the power of a creator. And so what I'm also saying is, is that we, we have several steps to climb here of our expansion. 
what happens, though, here is that you have to realize that if we don't, it just means another incarnation where, man, we could take it from here. This is all I'm saying. Like, I've peeped the whole thing of what's going on and who's involved. The reality still is, though, it's our play. Like, because it's our energy being used. It's like a huge game, except for the creators of the game are not inside of it, just like PlayStation. You have to see the metaphors and realities around you, like reverse engineer. This means start assuming because certain things are around and other things are around. Like I said, the hedron colliders. That's some big word. Don't even know what it is exactly because it is technology that is way farther than what we have shown the responsibility to be dealing with. So what kind of beings are giving this kind of knowledge? What kind of energies are floating around? And so this is the quest. This is why we call it the astral quest because this is really what, fascinated you it, it wasn't the giving up and saying of, of the energy saying this person is now or this being is now responsible for my passage why wouldn't you want to make the trip yourself you're a ship meaning that every night you take off whether you want to or not sometimes and you start driving this consciousness that you know that you've collected right now sometimes it'd be a movie that you've seen little parts of that Sometimes it'd be old family members, school members. What do you think is going on? Don't you think that would be some of the most mystical stuff that would ever be uh, alive on the dimension? But they make a computer seem like it's more mystical and more worth something. An iPhone, like it's more worth more than something than just you. And that's why I tell people, invest in yourself. There are elements and there is knowledge here that you can get and put right back into you. And, get, and then guess what? You don't care if the body goes or not. You, nothing is leaving. Remember how they say that the, the pity of the, the rich man was that he couldn't take it with him? I kind of tell you they weren't thinking hard enough. It's a man that can accumulate resources like basically anyone in the U.S. pretty much now. If you can get there, you can do something on the Internet. You can do some AdWords and Google. You can accumulate. So what happens if you put it back in you rather than back into the black portals? To the, all the other, like the Black Friday, and it suck up everyone's current. <laughs> Come on, look what they're doing. It's your current or your currency. And then somehow people think that that doesn't connect to their physical energy. Well, look, if I tell you got a million dollars, look how it connects to your physical energy. If you really believe it, you're about to do the George Jefferson walk, right? <laughs> but so it's connected to your mind. You won't even be able to go to sleep. How would you go to sleep? You know you're going to get a million-dollar check tomorrow if you right. knew it was really coming. So this right. lets you know the energy is based on our will because we used to eat our own energy in our own mind. We were perpetual. We will come up with bright ideas and power ourselves across the system with them. Like so, Seven, you, let's do this. Because yeah. we only got, we got a, literally a couple minutes left, and I want you to do this. <laughs> there are a lot of people that are listening out here that, um, number one, uh, are, are, are totally digging, totally plugged in to, to what you're saying. Um, and there's some people that are new to this that don't even know, okay, I'm I'm lost. I, I I hear what he's saying. I'm totally lost. How do I take that first step into gaining some of this knowledge? What do they do? Real quick. Go to resistance2010.com and click on the Start Here button on the left, top left corner. That's resistance2010.com. That'll start them on their journey. Yep. Left left uh, left hand side on the top. You could just push Start Here. For those people, for those people that have been indoctrinated, let's say in a Christian tradition, Islamic, whatever religious traditions they're coming from, and they have been warned about um, 
uh, deceivers or or people that come in the form of false light prophet. and truth and false prophets. Thank you. How how do they ascertain? If, and I know this is probably going down a whole nother path, but real quick, is there a way for them to know that hey, this is really the truth, and I'm not being deceived as you know the Bible or the Quran or or or, or the Torah has uh, has stated that could possibly happen, particularly in the last days? Every time somebody chooses to do something, it's because they make a choice to do it. So realistically, if a person starts making the choice, then they can, and to look into the information and start researching the keys, then they'll actually come into the knowledge. So that's what I would just advise the individual who's into a spiritual belief system to check into the symbolism deeply and to see what it connects to and then use that as your foundation to emancipate yourself out of the, out of the captivity. Because that's and you would say the information, the and you would say the information is out there for people to do to to do a quote unquote independent study if they just didn't want to take anybody. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean especially with the way the internet is looking now. Obviously, you can get yeah. it on our website, but there's a plethora of knowledge. All we have to do is just to to apply ourselves. Fantastic. Okay, and I'll tell you what, you got the final word. Give us something that we can take hold on to and use it to, to, to as a catalyst to transform our minds, ourselves, our bodies, our spirits. Give it to us. Go. For sure. I would just, to tell people generally about anything with themselves, it just really based, is based on their choice. Like this message today was full of a lot of energy and a lot of emancipation for our consciousness. So it, it's really just about the individual getting a hold of what they know is the proper point to, to start going at this with themselves and then uh, and start expanding. Like I said, there's many tools that are, that are available now to be able to do that. So, yeah, I mean, I said a lot in the conversation today, and obviously we've gone into deep levels of this, but I tell everyone this. Like, I don't have to really personally wait for someone else to do anything. I'm just going to go and do it myself. Knowledge has been made available to us. Elements have been made available to us. There's really no excuses from here. And we have the ability, even just one person, that's what I'm doing now. It's been five years, six years, and then now it's 10,000 people, all of us working together, and it just keeps expanding. So I would just explain to people that come back into unity or forward into unity, as I always say. All right. Everybody, that's going to be the last word. That's Seven Bomar right there. Check out his website, www.astroquest.com. Uh, also, uh, like he said, Resistance 2010. Uh, dot com. Check that out. Uh, start you on your path to uh, spiritual enlightenment.